This is a Looney Studios podcast. Welcome to Ayurd Tales, I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master, and this show is a fantasy role-playing game that takes place on the planet of Ayurd around the Renaissance period of that world. I'm joined today by Leah. Amore. And Noah. Jeffrey. Last time on Ayurd Tales, our adventurers encountered a pirate or privateer for the crown that challenged them to a wrestling match on the deck of their ship. Uh, they proceeded to complete a two-on-two match that they ultimately lost, but gained some respect along the way. We pick up right after the privateer ship uh, gets out of sight. Uh, it is approaching dusk as you all are on the main deck of your of the ship. Uh, Gomore, you had said that you would discuss what had been going on with Jeffrey at dinner tonight. Um, And it appears that Shay is on the deck attending to some things so that you could um, have dinner in your all's uh, huge shared quarters that the four of you all share. Well, five uh, of you all share to go over the specifics of to catch him up because he currently only thinks this he's a bodyguard. Who's five? You've got Lynn, Shay. You two and Rickles and Kira. So forgot Lynn was there for some reason. Well, she is quiet, so that's easy. Do you all uh, proceed to the quarters? Sure. All right. So Jeffrey, Gamore, Kira, and Rickles all find themselves in the quarters. It's in the back of the ship. Um, what you see before you is a pretty sizable room. Uh, in the back are four beds that have separators between them. And there are windows in the back which give a view behind the ship. And then you see the wake behind the ship. Like the waves coming off the back of it. Uh, near the window is a little bird stand for Kira to um, sit, stand on and look out the window. Um, Kira goes over to it and hops up onto there. Um, And near the front of the room where the door is located, where y'all entered, is a table that has already had food placed on it for you all, uh, since you all are kind of VIPs. Uh, What do y'all wish to do? Uh, I guess I'll pull out my box of chocolate and just start eating it. You go over to the table and sit down and eat? Start eating? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rickless flies up on the table and uh, starts preparing himself a little plate of food from the huge food. Um, and so we starts putting that together and is walking around the table. Yeah, I'm gonna eat some, some of this real food. Um, Jeffrey, do you, do you eat real food? Yes. Okay, that's good. I'm just gonna have dessert first? Yes, because dessert is always thought to be after dinner. And I feel like it can be any place you want it to be. Anytime. As long as you're, like good with it and not trying to overdo it. Rick Rickless speaks up. He goes, uh, he has always been like this. <laughs> he has a bit of a sweet tooth. Hmm. I see. Okay. They well, don't like Rickless? Um, no, that's just what he said. Ah. Well, Jeffrey, I know uh, we've only known each other for 
what, like a day? <laughs> this is uh-huh. the end of the day, your first yeah. day meeting each other. So, yeah, pretty much a day. Um, and I know that, you know, you know that we're going to be bodyguards for Shay. Um, but I told Shay that I would fill you in because it's, it's not just that. We're also... Uh, keeping an eye out for certain things, and... That's reckless eating. Oh. Um, I don't... don't, Okay. I don't want to explain the whole thing. Yeah, so you you say what you catch him up on. You don't have to go through the whole thing, but if you want to chime in as Jeffrey and be like, what? Mm -hmm. That's up to you. Like, but, yeah, you don't have to rehash the whole first season. It's Mainly so we know what Jeffrey knows mm-hmm. of. Okay, so here's here's the deal. And I just catch him up on pretty much everything that happened with me and Salazar. I... So the Chimera. Yeah. The Paluta. The Black Vials. Mm-hmm. Alright, do you tell him that you work as a secret service agent? For a secret agent for Shay? Yeah. This is news to you that the leader, one of the leaders of your country, actually secretly runs a secret organization. Uh, a secret service organization. Uh-huh. Or secret agent organization. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. And Prickless <laughs> just, like, gets, like, big eyes and is, just keeps eating, like... Yeah, I know this is a lot, but um, I think it's important to tell you as soon as possible so that we're all on the same page because we don't know when we're going to come across any more of this weirdness, whatever's going on, and I wanted you to be able to keep an eye out with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you, do you tell him about uh, you overthrowing Yusin? Uh Yeah. So um, you find out that this person right here helped overthrow a whole city, state, not a country necessarily, but a, like a whole city, state that is on the same island that you're from. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds very cool. Um, let me just finish off this little bit of chocolate and then, and then we can talk. You mean you can talk? Because I've been talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she spends about, like, the next hour explaining all these things, going into detail with you. Uh Uh-huh. You will say you do about what you've been doing is like, "Uh uh-huh, oh, okay, uh uh-huh, yeah. And you finish your chocolate. Um, You still have some left over, but you finish a portion that would not make you sick. But you, you had bought enough that you have some left over. Um, and you have time to eat some of the regular food if you wish and stuff too. Um, so we'll fast forward to the, like this, the, the conversation is winding down. You've covered everything. Do you have any questions? Does Jeffrey have any questions for her? Nope. Just going to go with the flow. Yeah. You might need some time to process that. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I totally understand what all that you said in within that hour. Dang, did I say that out loud? Oh, man. 
Uh, so as you all conclude your meeting, um, you all, you all want to step outside your room and take in the ship at night? Sure. Uh, as you open the door, uh, you see Lynn is standing there leaning against the door, uh, like right beside the door and her skin is slightly crackling with lightning energy as it does. Um, and she nods her head towards the bow of the ship. That's that's the front of the ship. And um, you all, um, do you all proceed towards the front of the ship? Is she telling us to go up there or she's trying to show us something? Ask, what's, ask. Up? what's up, Lynn? Uh, uh, Shay's up at the front of the ship if you want to go talk to her. Okay, sure. All right, so you all, uh, hit, there's like a little... Um, hallway between um your all's the exit of your all's door and then the rest of the ship so you exit that exit onto the main deck and you see um up on what's called the forecastle deck which is like a raised deck at the front of the ship you see shay is up on that deck and you also see she is speaking with a blue dragon a yellow dragon that are both about 11 feet long, not including their tails. And there are, is a smaller dragon there that is green and is about 5 feet long, not including the tail. Speaking with dragons. Yes, and you all would know in this world that dragons are like people. Sentient people. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, do you all approach the... I mean, it seems like Lynn has... Uh, Said, head up there if y'all want to talk to her. I mean, I don't want to get too close to the dragons. Can we just get, like, at the bottom of the stairs right there? Yeah, so you all approach the forecastle deck. You get to the stairs that lead up to it. And um, Shay sees you all coming because she sees, like, the dragons. Because she had her back to you. She sees the dragons, like, see you all. And she turns and, like, ushers you all to come up. <laughs> uh... Oh, yes. Okay. We are going up the stairs. Jeffrey, you going up with her? Uh, I'm just going to stay down here. If anything happens, you can just let me know. Oh. Okay. Shay speaks up and goes, uh, There's, like, um, these these are our friends. Like, come on, Jeffrey. Come on. they kind of terrifying, though. Oh, okay. Well, um, maybe you can stay down there, and then if you feel more comfortable, you can come up. All right. I know you haven't been out in the world very much though so okay um so uh gamora you go up there rickolas joins you on your shoulder and <laughs> is like because he wants to see what's going on uh-huh. um so the one of one of the dragons speaks up the blue dragon speaks up and he goes so this is uh the one you've been speaking of shay and uh it was uh Gamore. Yes, I'm Gamore. Hello. I am Althea. Nice to meet you, Althea. Um, this is uh, my spouse, Baskar, and then nods to the yellow dragon over there. Hello. Baskar also sounds deep guttural and is like, Hello, I'm Baskar. And this is our uh, daughter, Chloe, and you see the little green dragon, which is five feet long without the tail, so um, the little green dragon that's like between them and stuff. 
Glow or Clo? Clo. Okay. C-L-O. Um, Shay speaks up and says, um, these individuals uh, fought with me in the war um, like 200 and some years ago. Wow, okay. And um, it's giving them safe passage to uh, the dragon homeland of Pagan. So um, they're going to be riding with us until we reach that point. So. Okay. Um, but uh, the sky's not safe. I mean, it's a long, long, and uh, Althea speaks up as like, well, uh, we don't really. I mean, we can fly, but the closed wings aren't strong enough to. In close speaks up, it's like, I could do it, but uh, you know, it's 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 still it's a long ways. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. It's mainly like, technically we could walk to places, right? But it's easier to take transportation, <laughs> so. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, uh, they go, uh, Althea speaks up again and is like, So, good morning. You are, I hear from the Willow Spire. Yep. That is a very magical place. When we visit there, because it is on the way, do you mind if we take it in? Not necessarily uh, go to your home or anything, but do you mind if we disembark the ship with you all? Um... This is Aaliyah talking to Hunter. Do I know if my town would be okay with that? It's hard to tell. Uh, you could do a history check. No, oh, but like I would know that. <laughs> yeah, but um, also, so you would know there aren't any dragons that live in your town, but not necessarily. There wouldn't be any issues. Not necessarily there wouldn't be any issues. Probably not. There, the, probably there isn't going to be issues. There we go. Okay. Well, um, I am definitely fine with that. I will say there's um, not any dragons that are in our village or town. Okay. Um, but as far as I know, no one would care. We are a rare uh, species. Purposefully so, uh, we were kept rare. Mm -hmm. So, it is understandable. I just, yeah, I just, I wouldn't want anyone to, you know, be weird or frightened by you, and you have to deal with that, so. Yes. Uh, and he looks down at Jeffrey, he's like, <laughs> do you fear us, boy? You yes. Are, I could understand. I am very big. And you are a young one. Yes. Would you come up on deck with us and see that I mean you no harm? Uh, yes. <laughs> Alright, you walk up there. These... These, uh, the two grown dragons are 
I mean, 11 feet long without their tails. You all, your whole party is now pretty much taking up the whole forecastle deck. Um, and so these are, uh, these guys are big. I don't mean you any harm. Uh, and I hope that we can become allies on this travel. Possibly. Yeah. Good enough for me. <laughs> um, do you all have any questions for the dragons or Shay or anything before? Where did they, where did Shay say they're going? To the dragon homeland of Pagon. P-O-G-O-N. Oh. Uh, you don't mind if I ask you where have you guys been if you're traveling back home? We have been staying on the island of day. Uh, you know, we had business to take care of, but Chloe here is, uh, has just become an adult, and we wanted to take her to see the Dragon Homeland. Okay. How old is she? Eighteen. Oh, okay. And, um, just because I can see it on your face, I am 235. Well, as Baskar here is 232. That's cool. I just, I didn't know what age dragons consider to be adults. Uh, it's 18. Cool. How long has it been since you've been to the dragon? Um, a couple centuries. Oh, okay. After the war, we decided to help, uh... Shay here with the island of day uh, and help them build a new uh, future, present, whatever. And we hadn't had a reason to return. Makes sense. I haven't been home in a while either. Not not that long. Uh, So it is a homecoming trip for both of us. Yes. Yes. Um... Uh, we are, uh, the three of us are going to take our, uh, take a little night time fly. So, um, if you'll excuse us and you see that, like, the wings stretch out and, like, does kind of like a cat does when they stretch after, uh, getting, waking up. Mm-hmm. Where they kind of, like, arch their back, except there's wings that spread out, too. Yeah. And then you you all do feel like a gust of wind as they start to take off. And I go into um fetal position. So I like to get down so you don't get blown <laughs> off the boat and stuff. Um, uh, so they all three take off and just start taking a little midnight. Well, not midnight, but dusk fly. Is there anything else you all want to do tonight? Nope. Right. Um, after they take off, Shay goes, um, we do have a little pit stop before we um, make it to your uh, to the Willow Spire. Shay, that was, uh, that was quite a surprise. You didn't think to <laughs> I mean, they're just, mention that they're going to be here? <laughs> they're just old comrades. I mean, I, I see that, that you're used to them, uh, but we've never seen I, dragons. <laughs> um, well, then maybe I should ask this question, because I have not, I didn't think of that. Have you all ever met a lich before? Uh, no. 
Aren't we supposed to kill those things? Uh, n- <laughs> um, as with every group of people, there are some people that are good and some people that are not good of them. Um, the the uh, individual that we are seeing tomorrow afternoon-ish is a lich, is my friend. Wait, and... so am I going to get my soul taken or is this just like... Oh, um, uh, no, 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 no. This person is like, they're, they are, how, how can I describe them? Um, this individual used to be, um, have you met a tickling before? The, like, they have a horse face, but they have like a human body. Um, no. Okay, so you haven't met, you, uh, I keep forgetting you, uh, haven't ventured out very far. Okay, so there are individuals that have a horse face. And like a human esque body or Annalief like body, and talk and are people just like you. All right. So this gen- this uh, individual used to be that, but is now a lich. So is bone, so face, and body. Just a horse head on top of a human head. No, no, on no. top of a human body. Yes, except this person is a lich, so they are all skeleton. Uh-huh. This person will mean you no harm and is friendly as we are arriving together and will know that you are an ally since you are with me. How does a person become a lich? That is a very long, extensive conversation about... All right. Because it is a very involved process. Um, I can... Hmm. Maybe when we, you know how we're going to, she looks both ways, you know how we're going to do the heist to get back that necklace? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe when we're in that city, I can pick you up a, a textbook, a, a tome, or whatever that details the specifics of that. Uh, it is very involved. I don't have it, like, off the top of my head, all the things you have to do to become a lich. It takes a lot of magic and a lot of years of stuff to make that happen. Okay. Yeah, I just don't want to get it wrong, you know? But does it mean that, like, how old is this person? Um, I will say that um, about 200-ish years ago, um, this individual was already a lich. And I had been a lich for a bit. So... Okay. You could, that's something you could ask them tomorrow. Do you think they would be offended? Nah. Okay. This person is, um, eccentric. <laughs> um, they live in a tower that's in the middle of the ocean. Wait, eccentric? Eccentric, like, um, has, uh, acts a little Weird. Kind of like the scientists we met that we had. Uh, oh. Now uh, uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, gonna have to retcon that out of here. No, she like that would could be like. No, no, no like she's forgotten <laughs> that he's not Salvador. Um. So, um, it's somebody that like is a very unique personality. Uh huh. Um. They and their spouse live in this uh, wizard's or witch's tower in the middle of the ocean. And 
I have supplies delivered for them every so often. But they kind of, like, keep to themselves. Wait, 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 wait. So, mm-hmm. if they're all bones and stuff, how do they speak? Uh, you could ask them as well. Cool. I don't have all the answers. This seems a... like a cool magical tower and very magical people, so I'm excited. <laughs> Alright, um, well, uh, anything else I can answer tonight or not have answers to? <laughs> uh, no, I think we're, I think I'm gonna for the night. I'm pretty tired. Alright. Yeah, anything you want to do tonight? No. Alright. You all turn in. You don't have to keep guard obviously because like you're on a well-guarded ship. Um, you all turn into your quarters. The night comes and goes. You are well-rested. You are met in the morning by food being on that table again ready for you all as you awaken. And, um, is there anything y'all want to do before the afternoon when you're supposed to arrive at this, uh, tower? Asking us if there's anything we need to do, and I feel like there should be something I need to do, and I don't know what it is. It's mainly so that if y'all are like, oh, hey, I wanted to do blah, or wanted to talk to so-and-so, you all have a chance. I don't want to... Who keeps putting food here? Rickless uh, goes, I believe it is uh, probably one of the uh, 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 chefs on board. Brings it up since we are technically VIPs. Oh, I wonder if I can request any food. Uh, I'm sure I could uh, go down and make any requests you might have. Sure. Uh, what, what, what would you like? Fried chicken. Um, hmm. Wonder if they would have the requisite oil and whatnot. I could inquire for you. Cool. All right. And he flies out the door after after, of course, eating and stuff because obviously they're not going to make it for breakfast for you already. Um. So, uh, you all are able to take your leave out on the deck and everything like that. Um. There is a single piece of fried meat on your plate for lunch. Uh-huh. Um. Whether it is chicken or not, you do, you don't know. You want to bite into it? I'm gonna cut it open first. Um, it looks like a uh, dark meat that it could be chicken or it could be another type of poultry bird. Sure, I'll dig into it. It tastes moderately like chicken. Uh huh. It could be some other type of bird, but it is more or less fried chicken. All right, um, so... Uh, thank you, Rickola. I will pass it along to the chef, sir. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, you all eat lunch and whatnot. Are you eating a little bit, or are you... Because you're a vampire. Yeah, I'm eating. You're eating a little bit and stuff for appearances, and you like food. All right. I can't taste it, though? It just tastes blander. It does not. It doesn't have no flavor, but it. Is there a spell that makes food that tastier? can make me have better taste again? You um, are you asking Shay this? I. Because Shay is a vampire. I is Shay eating with us? Yeah. Okay. Hey Shay. Um. So I'm pretty new to this, not having you know as much. Uh, taste thing, and I, I mm-hmm. miss food tasting. 
Yes. You know, really good. Do you know of any, uh, like, any magic, any spells that can make you have uh, <laughs> all your taste buds back again? In, I, I have not done extensive research, but uh, I haven't come across any spells, but there may be some magical items. We can inquire with some witches and stuff. See if there might be any Are you special... just, like, used to it? Like, you don't care? I... I wasn't a big fan of food. Like, I, I viewed it more as, like, fuel. Mm-hmm. And I like some foods and stuff like that, but... Yeah, after two centuries, I'm kind of just used yeah. to it. Okay. But, um... It is an interesting enough venture that... Maybe we should both keep our eyes out. Okay. And she just kind of like stares off in the space and looks like she's just like pondering now. And is like, huh. <laughs> um, so, uh, easy enough. Y'all finish up lunch and y'all head out onto the main deck. And a couple hours pass. And then what you see off in the distance is you you see a tower start coming into view. And it just is... Just standing out of the middle of the sea. Just nothing else is around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like a cone-shaped tower that has a little parapet on the top, which is like what the top of like a castle is, where it, like it has the blocks and spaces in between them mm-hmm. and stuff. And is it it's on a little island, or it literally just? There's you, no land and the tower just comes out of the ocean. You're not close enough to see that yet, but as you get closer and closer, you start seeing that. It it is actually sitting on some rocks, mm-hmm. like the tiniest island, <laughs> where it is barely anything else but this tower and rocks just to have this tower on. Mm, I thought maybe it was just magically, like, sat there. I don't and... So, you all, it comes into view better. The DDS intervention um, stops and the company ship stops off to the side. And you all are, a rowboat is loaded up. You all all get in. So Shay, Lynn, Jeffrey, Rickless, Gamore, and Kira get in the boat. And it's lowered down. And Jeffrey, you start rowing over. Wait, rowing over? You're rowing the rowboat with everybody in it. Uh-huh. Uh, give me a strength check. What does that do? Great. My first roll was bad. A six. And you have plus three. Um, you're able to get over there fine. Uh, that puts you at a nine, which is about normal human rowing. It's like the seas aren't too rough around here. And so you all are able to get over... Um, you can't, as you approach it, you can't really tell how tall it is. It's almost like there's some, like, magical aura around it. Like, it distorts, like, how exactly tall it is. Um, but there's a little precariously perched little dock area there that you're able to row up to. You're able to beach the rowboat um, on there. So that it's not going to go away, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, 
what you see is um, the rocks come out of the water and they just form the ground like of this almost non-existent island. That there's barely any of this island except for the amount needed for a foundation for this tower. And then at the, the stone dock then has a row of stairs that lead up to a little like landing area halfway up and then stairs continue up to the entrance of this tower. Do y'all uh, head up to the entrance? Yeah, I mean, I'm just probably following Shay, isn't it? Sure. She's probably yep. going first. Oh, yeah. Shay starts heading up. Kira's on my shoulder. Wow. Kira just is on your shoulder for this. Yeah, she's been on my shoulder on the boat, too. And carrying 20 pounds of weight on her. I'm used to it. <laughs> So, um, Shay heads up to the door, knocks on the door, and you all are greeted at the door. The door cracks open, and there is a three-foot-tall, what appears to be a European badger, standing on two, like, two legs, which is the, the badgers that have, like, the black and white faces. And, um, this, they go, well, hello, your majesty, uh... Inzuhu is, uh, had said you'd been st- be stopping by. I made some tarts for you uh, for your visit. Uh, I made them extra strong because I know those, those vampire taste uh, buds aren't what they used to be. Um, <laughs> come in, come in. Y'all are ushered in. You are right at the front doors. All right. Um, a badger? Like a, a badger standing on its back legs. That is, uh, it looks like they do have hands, though. And then it's, yeah. <laughs> and so they're standing about three feet tall. Um, uh, so you all are shown in and what you see is like a living room-esque looking area. Um, and there's a, a bunch of couches and chairs. Um, more than enough to seat your party. Um, and in the middle of the room, there is a kneeling individual in a suit with gloves on with a veil over their face. Oh, Okay. Alright, let's see if I can do this voice. Your Majesty, you will honor us with your visit. And they're kneeling before Shay. Um, Shay goes, rise, old friend. How are you doing? Uh, good. We fare well. I didn't know of your traveling companions' inclinations, so I wore the veil. Uh, Shall I keep it on? And she replies, they are like-minded individuals like ourselves. Uh, You can remove it. And so what you see before you, uh, this individual stands up and they are six foot seven. Um, wearing a black suit with gloves on and they remove the veil covering their face and what you see is a horse skull for a face and you can reasonably be assumed that this is the person, the lich that she was talking about. Now won't you all come in and have a seat. Alim has made some delicious sweets. They have been on a sort of baking tear lately all of them have been delightful that they've made 
Um, do y'all come in and have a seat on the couches and chairs and whatnot? Is that what Shay's doing? Yeah, Shay's coming in and sitting down. Lynn's just walking in like, this is normal and no big deal. Okay. And um, I'm just going to be like... The um, the uh, uh, badger, uh, the person that looks like a badger, has walked off somewhere. And you can reasonably assume that that's Alum that he just talked about. And... As you all stand there, they come back uh, in holding a tray. Um, do y'all take a seat? Yeah, I don't know. Rick, yeah, Rick, if that's what Shay's doing. Rickless flies over and lands on like the arm of a chair and like uh, sits on the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey, is that what you do? Uh, I like pull on Jeffrey's sleeve, like down to the couch. <laughs> right. So you. Do you resist or you just go with the flow? I, I don't know. Alright, so since he doesn't know, he sits down. You hey, force hey. him to sit down. Alright, um, so Alum comes in and has what looks like little tarts. Little baked goods with uh, little, what looks like um, jelly-ish on top of them. And sets them down. Um, there also is some hot boiled water and some teacups and stuff like that. Um, there seems to be two different sets of tarts there, too. Um, and so, uh, let me introduce, uh, my wonderful spouse, if they'll allow it. And the badger nods approvingly, loving that there's pleasantries being had here. <laughs> like, just the whole, like, having guests and having pleasantries. This is Alum Yilmaz, uh, who is the glue that bl- binds my life together. And I am Enzu Yilmaz. Alum here is a huvbesto gnome. You might not have encountered very many of them. Uh, they prefer the form that you see here, but they can shape shift. And so you you can figure out that this means that they prefer to look like they do right here, but could shapeshift to a human-esque looking form or gnome looking form. Uh-huh. But they're not alleged. A Alum? No. Uh, well, you could ask, but not necessarily. Or they just became a legend, haven't become a skeleton yet. Um, I am a former Tickbalang, which, uh, I decided to undergo the required steps to transform into a lich. Uh, Shay has been known to me for a couple of centuries, and I know Lynn here, but what I do not know is... Who are you two newcomers? Uh, Can you introduce yourselves? Uh, You who appear to be a human and you who appear to be an Annalise vampire. (laughs) Yes, very good. I'm Gamori. Shay Shay goes to Jeffrey mainly because she knows you're usually... um, He is caught up on some of our findings as well. 
Um, and he is a fount of information, so ask whatever you wish of him. Yes, you, human, young, human male. Why is everybody calling me a young human male all of a sudden? Are you not human? No, yes, yes. It's just that everybody that's been older than me is like, you young human male. Well, mm. all right. She is a young Annalise vampire. And Alum here is young as well. And Shay is even young to me. So it is all relative. Uh-huh. So what is your full name? Uh, Jeffrey Thunderblade Clemenard, sir. Are you of the Thunderblades that carry Thunderblades. Yes. I mean, so you are one of the numerous blade families. Yes. Would you have a friendly bout with me later so that our blades could have a conversation? Sure. Yes. I do not get to stretch my sword-wielding abilities very often. Me and my man, what did the heck did I just agree to? <laughs> <laughs> and Rickless uh, flies up to your shoulder, and he goes, whispers to you, he goes, uh, Sir, um, that's, uh, good luck. Uh-huh. Uh, good job on the pleasantries. <laughs> and then flies that back down to the arm of the chair. Um, and you, what is your full name? It's Gamore Willowspire Galder. I know of a Willowspire. Do you hail from there? I do, yes. Mm, it is some sort of ley line of magical power. Uh, were you born near there? Yes, I was. Ah, uh, does, uh, forgive me for being forthcoming, but... And he takes, like, a little sip of tea, and he goes, Are you especially adept at magic usage? I would say so, yes. And he takes a sip. Uh, would you all, uh, care for some tarts? Um, these, and he points to one of the trays, are apparently a little stronger for individuals who are vampires. Jeffrey, you are welcome to them, but you would probably prefer these sweets. Do you enjoy the sweets as much as Alum does? I mean, I like chocolate especially, but I do partake in some other sweets. Well, uh, for the past, um, how long has it been, Alum? And Alum goes, ah, uh, it's, um, I think, about the last two months. Ah, uh, yes, for the last 
two months. Uh, Halem here has been on a baking tear, trying to perfect these tarts. They look very good, and I take one of the stronger ones. All right, take a bite. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Your face says, "Oh, they're poisoned, right?" <laughs> I'm just, you know. They are really good. Cool. You you can actually, like, there are tastes that are coming through better than normal food does for you. Mm-hmm. How do you do this, Alum? So, uh... I was asking Alum. Oh. That was my bad. <laughs> that was not That was not him. That was not Enzo speaking up. That was my brain. <laughs> Short circuiting. Um, so I, um, you know how you reduce things, um, on like a fire? Yes, yes. Um, I did that a lot for this. Like, way more than I thought it would be. Because Inzwoo's here's taste buds also are like almost non-existent. And so I used him as a guinea pig. Okay, well. And it was just reduce, 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 reduce. Like, it was insane. Well, you definitely did a good job. Thank you. It would not be a practical means to make food regularly. (laughs) Hmm. It would take a lot of things just to make something very simple. Makes sense. Do you all have any uh, questions for a... Let me just put on my armor real quick. Since we're going to have this duel. Ah, yes, but stay. Have some pleasantries for a moment. I will give you plenty of time to don whatever uh, armor you wish to wear. I will even let you pick which... Blade, I wield. Sure. (laughs) You're giving two thumbs up like you just gave me? Yeah. (laughs) I have another one. You of the Willow Spire. You, are you the individual that I have heard of that was going around the island of day and making a big splash wherever she landed. Possibly. Uh, did you have anything to do with the coup in using? But yeah, just a in- bit. Interesting. A relative newcomer on the world stage, and you've already overthrown one. Place. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Well, MBD. <laughs> what would you say? I said MBD. MBD. He takes another sip of his tea. Um, this person, you get the gist of. Well, why don't you make an intelligence throw? Y'all don't get to make those very often. Thirteen plus, probably zero. Assume your intelligence is zero. You get plus one. Oh, 14. Cool. Oh, plus. plus two, 14. Both of you all 
get the gist that this person has a network of people and spies throughout at least the island of day but expanding further so you could almost ask them whatever well, I thought maybe Shay just had told them that but no 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 she has not she does not share information as readily unless she needs to Shay have you uh, asked them if they've been seeing any of the things like we've been seeing well, I asked Invu here to um, keep his ear to the ground, as it were. I've given him the information, and that's what this visit is for, is so that we could check up on uh, to see if there's any information. But I've thought before we got to that, is there anything else you all want to know or anything? Uh, um... You... I'm, I was about to say young human again, but you do not like that. So, uh, Jeffrey, do you plan on partaking in the Battle of Aird this year? I mean, I have to. <laughs> uh, uh, do you know of the other Blade families? No. Not currently. Uh, do you... You know that they will also be entering, right? Uh, if no. you... Alright. If uh-huh. you, as a member of a Blade family, are uh, not required, but strongly encouraged, do you not believe the other Blade families would also be entering. I mean, I guess they would be entering just to enter and show their honor on some level, I guess. Ah, you speak of honor. Some of them, this is true. But others seek only glory or blood. They're not... Be careful. Not all the Blade families are as honorable as the Thunderblades. Cool. Do you want to hear of them? Yeah, sure. Do you want this done in the dude's voice? Or... No, regular voice, please. Yeah, that might take a while. Because he does speak a little slow. So, he takes the next 20 to 30 minutes... To go over the different other Blade families that he knows of. There might be some that are not as on the world stage. But he goes over the Death Blades who use scythes. scythes, And their magical blades absorb hit points or health points. So when they hit you with them, he's, he's trying to give you... Since he seems to like you, uh-huh. give you some help. And if you face any of these, you know what you're going up against. So the Deathblades family um, use scythes. And if they hit you with it, take your health and absorb it into their own. 
the art blades have tattoos all over their body and when they cast magic that art comes alive and fights um the water blades um have blades that do water powers and stuff the fire blades use fire obviously mm-hmm. the ice blades use ice battle axes the earth blades uses earth uh, glaives you also have the sand blades that use a pike and sand magic the snow blades use um halberds and this has been held by a centaur clan for a long time cool um then you have the necro blades that use um kunais that do zombification uh and spirit blades use scimitars that do uh, bring back ghosts to fight for them. And yeah, uh, and the last two that he speaks of are the wind blades that use like a rapier and use wind magic, and then um, the curse blades that use as a short sword that cast curses on you. Now that you are caught up, as I'm sure. All of them will be. I hope you will have a better chance. I have a new goal now. What is this? All the families. Ooh, that is an intense goal, and it would not be easy for you. In universe, you know that you probably will at least have to fight one of them in this tournament. Possibly you as well. So this isn't just for his. Benefit. So it's not just the blades fight each other and the magic fight each other? Oh, no, no. It's a free-for-all. Cool. Like, anybody can enter doing anything. All right. And did you have any questions for me before we get down to the business of this liquid... How did you hear about me? I have... What was that? I said he got mob ties. I have connections across this world. When you've lived as long as I have and have the resources behind me, I have years in most cities. And fields. You, uh, since might be a really stupid question, do you, are you a magic user? Of course. What types of magic do you do? Well, to become a lich, you must dabble in necromancy and abduction magic and various other ventures. It's abduction magic. It is magic that forcibly takes from other living creatures. Oh, okay. It can be as simple as, uh, you know, those uh, death blades that absorb health points. Mm -hmm. Or it can be as expansive as magic that can take life force from others. Do you have to do that to become a lich? That is part of it, yes. Alright. 
And he just that. like is looking you dead in the eyes while well. he this guy is not like trying to be intimidating at all. He just looks you dead in the eye the entire time he talks to you like it's just that's how normal behavior is. So he's not even trying to be intimidating. <laughs> the reason I say this is I was looking Leah dead in the eyes during the whole thing, which I guess is a little unsettling. And, uh, there are a lot of steps. Okay. Well, interesting. Thanks for the information. Uh, anytime. Um, Shay contacts me regularly. And do you know of that spell? To reach out to one another. I was just about to ask you about that. If I could reach out to you. If we have any questions later. Or want to check in. You. Seem friendly enough. And our goals may align. I think so, yes. And so I will not ignore... Uh, such a communication. I appreciate that. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, so any more pleasantries before we discuss this black liquid? No, let's get let's get into that. So, Shay told me of this black liquid that you extracted from two separate creatures. Mm-hmm. And of what the creatures had done, and it is, what is the word, intriguing. I, without sharing too much information with my ears, I, having acquired some information that may... Point you in the right direction. And he takes another sip of tea. He goes, I heard of what may have been a small shipment of black liquid that is like this. That came out of a small town of Ultra in the country of Kismir. But I don't know if any other shipments came out of this city because it has now gone dark. What does that mean? I have not heard from my ear in that city, and it is rather remote. Okay. And I have also not heard of any other shipments of anything coming from that city. It is a very small and remote town. It's definitely interesting. Your source was in that city? After I heard of the shipment, I sent someone to that city. And it has been months and nothing. 
I am presuming they are dead. It's probably a good presumption. Okay. Shay, what do you think? Shay goes, well, we are heading uh, to the edge of that country. Right, right. Uh, so maybe I can send you all on a little side adventure. Yeah. I can send someone to investigate the town if you wish. I will do it as a favor to Gamore. Well, uh, you would send them before us? Sure. Okay. It is always nice to make friends with powerful individuals such as yourself. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. And maybe if our goals align in the future, you may feel inclined to do me a favor. I may, yes. Jeffrey. <laughs> How are the tots? Uh, Did you try one yet? I haven't tried one. <laughs> right, you, when he asks this, do you try one? Of um, the not crazy strong ones. But the... Yeah, I'm going to try the not crazy strong ones. Get poisoned. I know this. It is. It is a good, like, normal tart, but like a good version of a normal tart. It is not overly powerful, or not, or anything like that. Um, do you? What do you say? Oh, that's very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Alum speaks up and goes, "Well, thank you, Jeffrey." Uh huh. <laughs> is it time? For us to have a conversation between our blades. I guess so. Is that what the people are saying now? Is that uh, from centuries past? What do they say now when you have a friendly sword match? I really don't know. Please. No, okay. So, um, do you all. He's trying to see if he was up with the times. <laughs> and this dude is not. You have never heard that before ever, but you... <laughs> uh, Rickless, Rickless flies up to your shoulder again and goes, Very good, sir, on, um, like, uh, being accommodating there. And then flies back down again. <laughs> um, do you all adjourn to have a friendly sword match? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else y'all want to ask this person? You presume this will be like the like pin in the meeting, like all right, Jeffrey. And he ushers you over to like this hutch, mm-hmm. and he opens it up, and he has almost every type of blade in here. Jeffrey, which blade of my collection would you like me to partake in? He has uh, rapier, cutlasses, um, katanas. He has uh, nadochi in there. He has like 
you'd see just like a museum as collection of like every type of like this is a huge like like secret hutch thing that just like shouldn't have this much room in it but does uh presumably because of magic and it's just like when you're watching like a spy movie and they like the like walls flip around and there's things except this is like a hutch that opens up and just has Swords, 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 swords. Mm-hmm. And battle axes and all this stuff. What blade do you wish for to us? To be honest, I actually want you to choose. Because... What will you be using? Um, I guess I would say my n- katana, but I would also probably want to use my nadochi. Uh, do you wish me to use the same? I actually kind of want you to choose something different. Because I haven't really been up against too many swords to know too many different fighting styles. Alright. This is also kind of me trying to prepare for the games or whatever that's happening. Oh, very smart, Jeffrey. I will take... I will take this great sword then. This a great sword is like a huge sword, and it's a two-handed weapon. And generally, you have to be super strong to wield these. And he goes, "This is a weapon where people must use strength to wield it." And I have no doubt that in the games or the battle for a that you will encounter an individual that will use this sword. Well, not this sword, but a I, great I sword. I understand the idea. Alright, so he takes this huge two-handed sword and... It's in a sheath, and he goes, and he's like, uh, I will not use magic against you, but I do need to strengthen myself a little bit to use this sword. Okay. And he takes his wand and waves it over himself, and you can't see anything really change because he's wearing a suit, but um, you see it's just the sword's a little lighter in his hands now. Presumably, he just made himself stronger, just so he could use that type of sword. And so you all um, are ushered to this staircase, and it goes all the way up. And you see doors spaced out as you go up the stairwell that presumably are separate floors and stuff. And you all are taken up to the roof of this tower. Which sword? He unsheaths the sword. Uh-huh. And, and you are going to be using... I'm against the lich. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> uh, why don't you roll initiative so we can... 16. I swear my clear dice is the best dice in my game. <laughs> um, 
So he unsheaths the greatsword and just like tosses the scabbard off to the side. And um, which sword are you going to unsheath and use I first? I guess I'm going to use my katana. Alright. So you can unsheath that and you set your nadoji like you have it on your back I assume. Alright so your nadoji is on the back. You will have to use a whole action to unsheath it like a whole turn if you decide oh. to switch weapons. Uh-huh. Alright. Um, Alright. And so he takes up a defensive stance. And you go first. Um, if he's taking a defensive stance, I'm probably just likely gonna try to go for his hand. Alright, so make an attack roll. Um, d20. Yep. Three. Uh, so you go to attack him and he, like, parries it. He, like, like uh, deflects it with his blade. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't your armor. You said you were going to do that. Ah, Jeffrey, is this armor what you will wear in the games? The battle for a yard. Possibly, yes. Alright. He rolls a 16 on this first roll, which is not bad, but... Mm -hmm. And so he, he like, charges at you. He's going full force out of respect for you. And he connects with your, you and your armor, and it... You feel it pretty forcibly. It does not do damage to you, though, but you can tell the seriousness of this fight now. That uh-huh. he is going hard. All right. All right. So you're up now. I guess I'd try to go for the neck since that's what katanas are used for. Oh. Okay. 18. Uh, all right. So roll damage for your katana. Do you activate the lightning on it? I mean... I'm asking sure. you. Um, roll damage from my katana. You, you did activate the lightning? Yeah, sure. 10. So 11 mm-hmm. damage. And then roll a d6 for the lightning damage. 4. So you um, connect into his collarbone. Um, and you feel a resistance there. Like, he isn't just wearing a suit. Um. It, it may be chainmail. Um, and But you connect. It, you can tell it does cause him damage. And your electricity surges through him. And he feels that. And he steps back and he goes. Yes, Jeffrey. Crossing swords with a thunder blade. It's, yes. <laughs> uh, so he's going to make an attack back on you. Um, he... Brings down his greatsword, and you're able to um, deflect it as well with yours, and let him flow like flow with the strength of that greatsword because uh-huh. it takes like a lot to do a greatsword. So you kind of you don't connect your sword completely, but you just let it keep going with the flow, but move out of the way. Re- redirect it. Yeah. So he does not connect with you. Uh, uh, you're up now. You want to make an attack roll? I mean. Sure, I guess. Um, I guess I'm just gonna like I'm gonna have my sword like this into where I'm just gonna try to impale. You're just going to like go Man, for the bones. for the center mass. You're saying you're you're doing a stabbing motion to yeah. the center mass. All right, roll an attack but more roll so for the end. Fourteen plus four, so eighteen. That hits. 
And so what you do is you take that katana that still has lightning on it and you stick it. It does not go center as you were hoping for. Mm -hmm. It goes off to the side and it, you once again feel, but now you can discern that it's not necessarily just normal chain mail. This is, there's some magical resistance here. You still deal damage. So roll a d10 and a d6. One and D six, four, so five. And plus one to six. He goes, oh, yes, Jeffrey. Yes, we are going full bore now. Yes. Oh, thank you. I roll a like trash. Roll a seven. <laughs> so he once again he comes at you. You can tell he probably doesn't use the great sword that often. Because he's not necessarily the strongest. But over the century has gotten bored. So has tried to teach himself as many different swords as he could. Uh, so he swings at you again. He tries to do the same type of move back at you. And you're able to move out of the way and def- like redirect it once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make an attack roll again. What are you trying to do this time? 12. Um... That's plus four. That still hits. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what to do. Want to just go down on one of his arms? Uh, no, no, no. I'm going to still go for not vital area this time. I got to think what is other vital area, but uh, wrist. Okay. Um... Do, you already did the attack roll that hits, but um, make your damage rolls d10 and a d6. Nine and two. But that's 12 damage. He goes, Oh, Jeffrey, this is what I was hoping it would be like. You are fighting all out. And he goes, He tries to attack once more. He, um,. When you did your last attack, it, once again, you connect, it does damage, Mm -hmm. but you get that same resistance. So, you can tell it is hurting him, but it's, you're probably not going to land, like, a killing blow on this guy. Mm -hmm. He, it's been alive centuries, so he has enough magical items that that might not happen. In a straight-on fight. I need to disarm him. Um, so he does an attack on you. I rolled another seven. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to, once again, redirect it. And it does not connect oh, at all. Edge. Yeah, so yeah, you have not... He has not connected once. You're, also, your armor class is pretty up there right now in this armor. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, you want to make an attack roll? <sighs> what are you going for this time? I guess, wait. Does it take out one turn when I put out both axes. So or... you could release your katana mm-hmm. and then take your hand axes and do an attack. Mm-hmm. Like you could do that in one I turn. I kind of want to do a hammer blow to where I just use one axe and then try to uh, hit upon that or is can, that like a... You can try to do use your hand axe uh, if you want and that would be... Easy. You could try that. But you have to roll and attack roll first. So that's what you want to do. One. Um, he sees you drop your katana, pick up your hand axes. 
he goes, no. And he takes his greatsword and like hooks it under the axes and disarms you of the axes. So you have no sword right now because you dropped the katana. Mm -hmm. All right. And he's going to make an attack roll. And you have nothing to deflect. So, yes, yes. Um, so he connects this time he goes and he drives it down into your shoulder blade Mm -hmm. eight damage um so you it i mean it's oof it hits you right in the shoulder blade you you feel it all right what do you do Um, pick up your katana you pull out your nadochi you grab your axes what do you do nadochi i guess all right you pull it out. Mm-hmm. All right. It's his turn now. Because it takes a while to get that big thing out. You're able with that Nadoji to, like, keep him. It has a long reach. You're able to redirect him. Uh-huh. Now what do you do? Do you activate the Nadoji? Yeah. Does that also take one turn? Or? No. Okay. It's just, it's like a bonus action. All right. You're going to attack with the Nadoji? Yep. I right, make an attack roll. Um, 11. So you get plus 4 with that sword, and 15 is his armor class. So that connects, so roll 2d6. 2d6s? Yep. 3. And 3. Uh, plus 5, so that's 11, and then 1d8 for the lightning damage. 8. So, um, you take this big long sword this nadochi you bring it down on him and uh with that like it it puts him to the ground and he goes all right jeffrey i yield you win all right and he uh he goes to shake your hand Mm -hmm. when you shake his hand you can feel through the glove that it is just bone in that glove when you're shaking his hand. And when you pull your hand back, there is a little pouch in your hand. Cool. Thank you for um, humoring me with a match. Um, a conversation between our blades. Thank you. Um, I have a question to ask. What's in this bag? I um, thought it would be polite to give you some compensation for humoring me. Is that enough faux pas nowadays? Is that not normal? I I mean, I'm cool with it. I just want to know what it is. It's, uh, some platinum. Platinum? Is that too much? Too little? Uh, I am not up on social etiquette. Huh? (laughs) Just say thank you. (laughs) Um, thank you, but, I mean, you can have this back if you want. I don't Uh, really care uh, about money. I just like to have fights with people. Oh, well, I am, I am sorry for, uh, what is the word? Offending your honor. It was, uh, 
an illuminating battle. I hope you... I know I had a poor showing. So I hope you got at least some... information out of it. Mm. I... will think of another way to repay you for your time. But I will have to... Ruminate on that. I will be in touch. Okay, thanks. Um, is there any that he totally refused to get? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is when it hit me. <laughs> right there, money. You were you were handed free monies, and that's awesome. All right, um. Is there anything you all would like to say or do with this person before you all depart? You keep asking that, and it makes me think we gotta that do there's something. something that makes sense for us to talk to him about. I will and say, I'm like, I don't know what any, it is. Anytime I ask that, it is just to make sure. I don't have a specific thing in mind. What else you want to do on this island, pretty much? <laughs> it's not a very big right, island, as you can see. Yeah, I think if uh, if Shay's good to go, then we are. Now that you've met this person, you could contact them if you are within range of them. So you can. How far is that? Uh, we can discuss that on your talks. Cool. Um. So, uh, you all head you all head out of the. Uh, y'all head back down, all the way back down to the base level. Y'all are, um, uh, you're given a couple of the tarts of each flavors. <laughs> um, uh, Alum thanks you for coming, does the pleasantries and everything. And Drew, like, head nods at you all as you all leave and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, you all board the rowboat, make it back to your old ship. And head off. Um, and that's where we're going to end this episode. So, is this lich good? Um, what stories does this dragon family have about Shay? Mm. Um, how does Gamori feel about heading home? Find out on the next Aired Tales episodes. Let's take some time here at the end to go over some information. I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. There is a link there that uh, anyone can submit a magical item that could appear in-universe. You don't have to be a patron to participate, and you can even participate anonymously if you want. While you're there, take a couple minutes to look at the Looney Studios Patreon. And if you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. And thank you to all our uh, current patrons. To, you help support Looney Studios and Air Tales. And our wonderful char- character art was made by artist Vamp Bite. And all of his links can be found at linktree slash vampbite. Go check his artwork out. The link is in the description. Uh, and Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com, and that's the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day.
That was a Winnie Studios podcast.